Over the past few years, law enforcement in the community has been at turmoil, mainly because of social media and the news. What do we need to do to fix this problem? How can we fix this problem? Where do we start? Well, today's podcast is about faith and blue. Someone decided to come together with the churches, which is the faith, and with law enforcement, which is the blue, combine the two and try to solve this problem that we've been having with the community and law enforcement. Listen to what they're trying to do. Hope you enjoy. It's a problem with the whole way of life, can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead and start here. We didn't have a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I feel. Greetings. Okay, I do have power. Um, just want to say real quickly, thank y'all for coming. Uh, we're going to start here in just another minute or two. Um, uh, it looks like the citizens have all made it in on time. I just got to try to figure out how to get my officers in here on time. But if you just bear with us for another minute or two. started tonight um, the, the Braves already lost today so hopefully we can get some some joy and some enthusiasm out of the crowd and, and the um, individual questions and the fellowship after the Q&A panel uh, first and foremost I'd like to welcome you to the historic Elbert Theater for our first annual Faith in Blue crucial community conversations um, if you have a chance uh, and you see Miss Tony King uh, and our partners here at the theater just uh, uh, just give them a thanks for allowing us to use this. Um, I, I think I mentioned it last uh, last month at the Art Center. Uh, you really want to give your thanks and say thank you, uh, come see a movie here or come see a play. But again, we just thank Tony and, and all the help that she's been. I'd like to thank the uh, city council members in attendance. I, I know I've seen uh, Mr. Butler and uh, Mr. Parm. Um, I know I spoke with the mayor. He's, he's still traveling back. I think that's kind of the case with a few of the other ones. Um, Faith in Blue, it's, it's a great program. I encourage you to go to faithinblue.org to, to look it over. It's just, I think it was a bad weekend with Elbert County, not going back to school till tomorrow. Um, kind of put everybody in a bad place. But again, I'd like to thank the mayor and council for being in attendance tonight, or those that are in attendance. Um, our Department of Public Safety officers, uh, uh, Officer Fortson, and it's Officer Mountain, correct? Mountain, like, like, not, like not a hill, but a mountain. Okay, I, okay, I want to make sure I had that right. Just thank you, thank you guys for coming. Um, encourage you guys to stay afterwards. You know, we'll start getting some of the tough questions about cars and trucks and, and big rigs, and I know that's your guys' area of expertise. Um, so if you have any questions along those lines afterwards, when we get to the Q&A portion of it, um, feel free to ask them. Uh, you'll have the panel up here, which will introduce themselves in just a minute, uh, and they'll have certain expertise that, that you may, wel may be welcome to ask them afterwards also. Uh, just for uh, historic references, we're also uh, live streaming on our Facebook page. Um, something you missed or you want to come back to it later on, uh, it, it is on Facebook right now, live, hopefully, if we did everything right. So, next I'd like to say thank you to our, our, our panel here, and, and not just our panel here, but the, the churches that have come alongside the police department for this One Elberton Community Watch Vision. 
Pastor Jim McCullough of uh, Elberton First Methodist, Pastor Herman Glaze and his wife, Miss Jewel, of uh, True Believers Outreach uh, Ministries, uh, Pastor Mark Hawks of New Era Baptist Church, Pastor Brian Williams of Elberton Pentecostal Holiness, Pastor Antonio Derricott of Mount Calvary Baptist Church, Pastor Tim Adams of Elberton First Baptist, Pastor Leonard Walker Sr. of Lofton Grove, and then Pastor Danny Fernandez of Northside. And we're speaking with some other churches, and, and, and these churches are, are, are helping out or partnering in, in different ways. Um, and again, we're just, we're, we're just super excited about it. Um, and then finally, I'd like to thank each and every one of you that have come out tonight. Um, as, as, the, as the chief of the police department, I'm, I'm humbled and blessed to, to see so many of you guys and girls put aside your, your, your Tuesday evening to come listen to this panel. Um, and it's, just, it's, it's really exciting for me. Um, uh, again, let me just explain how, how tonight's going to work. We're going to start uh, with uh, the, 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 the 30-question um, Q&A. We're going to do that for approximately an hour. Uh, we actually have 31 questions. One got submitted later, uh, just submitted just today. Um, so that, that's been put at the back. If we have time, we'll get to it. Um, but I don't see a problem with it. This should run, we're hoping, maybe two minutes of question, 30 questions, right at about an hour. We'll see. Uh, by the time I get done rambling and by the time uh, the panel introduces themselves, I'm thinking around uh, 7.45, 8-ish. We should be done with, with the panel, maybe a little sooner. Um, but while we're, while, while we're going through this, we're, we're, we're not going to take questions from the audience. These, these questions that we are answering were submitted by residents or, and or citizens of Elbert County or, or, or the city of Elbert. Um, and, we, and we're doing that for, for time constraints and then obviously for appropriateness. But after we do the uh, community, uh, uh, the crucial community questions or conversation, we'll do a crime map by wards, um, and then we'll do uh, we'll do our, uh, our our police department stats. You, you notice uh, for those of you looking at the uh, crime reports, if there's no address on it, that's a personal address at someone's house. Um, if there is address, it's generally a business. So I had a couple questions about that last meeting, so I want to make that clear. If there's no address, it happened at someone's personal house. And, we don't want to put that information out there. However, if there is a, an address, we tend to put the number and then the business name with it. Just kind of, we'll talk about that a little more when it comes to it. And then finally, what we'll do is I'm just going to give a, an update, kind of what, 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 what the current incentive is for the police, not incentive, but um, initiative, and that's the uh, One Elberton Community Watch update and, and, and what we want it to look like and, and what we want it to be. Um, it's new, we're trying, to, we're trying to grow it to something successful. Um, it won't be successful if it's just the police department. It's one Elberton Community Watch. Um, and we'll address some of this stuff when we actually get to some of the questions. But uh, it's not a police department program. I don't want you to think of this as a police department program. I want you to think of this as a City of Elberton program. A one Elberton Community Watch. I want partnerships throughout the city. From the citizens to the businesses to the police departments. And then obviously our faith based, our churches. And then that's, that, that's the vision that I'll kind of put out there. Um, when we get to that portion. Uh, and then finally, uh, right before we start here, housekeeping. Um, bathrooms, men's is on this side, women's is on this side, trash cans, um, and I believe we don't quite have 100. Jeffers, how many we got here, sir? 40. 40, so there's still about 60 bags of popcorn. You're not gonna hurt my feelings, and I don't think you hurt anyone else in here's feelings. If you get up and go get you another bag of popcorn, maybe another bottle of water, um, feel free just to get up and go and, and, and come back as needed. So having said that, I lost my agenda. 
I've got to get somewhere, I promise. I got it, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, having said that, we'll go ahead and get started with our National uh, Faith in Blue event, Crucial Community Conversations. Um, again, I want to say welcome. Thank you all for coming. My name is Scott Barnich. I am the Chief of Police for the City of Elberton Police Department. I've been on the job for approximately a year and 10 months now. And uh, uh, prior to that, I've been uh, working in or about Elberton or Elbert County for the last 22 years. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, we're getting more and more folks coming in, and it just it, it, it humbles me, and it just I'm super excited for that. Um, let's go ahead, and what I'll do is we'll go ahead and walk through the panel. Uh, Major Joey David, two minutes, sir. Two minutes. Public office here. Uh, I'm Major Joey David. I'm the operations commander for the uh, police department, and just give you a little bit of what that consists of. I deal with everything from patrol. Uh, to investigations, to animal controls, okay? Uh, also, part of my job is uh, doing training for the department. I'm responsible for making sure that they maintain their 20 hours or governor, governor's initiative hours that they're supposed to get to maintain their certifications for the year. Uh, I do anything from firearms training, to taser, to use of force, uh, to general instructions. It could be anything like criminal law. A little bit of my background, I've been with the department now going on uh, a little bit over 17 years now. I started out as a patrolman, worked myself way up through the ranks to where I'm at today. And I want to thank y'all for coming out. I'm glad to be here. And again, if you want to enjoy some more of that good popcorn, and as Jeff Alden would say, the uh, not-so-cold water. Captain Rucker. I'd like to say Good evening to everyone today. Good evening. Welcome right here at the historic um, Elberton Theater. We certainly want to appreciate you all being here today. We certainly appreciate Mr. Rodney Willis for being here for us today, and we're just excited about you being here, you and your family, and also everybody who's here today. Once again, I'm Darren Rucker. I'm one of the captains here at the Elberton Police Department. Um, I've been working here um, for just about 28 years. So I've been here 27 years the whole time and um, been enjoying it. Um, started off as um, Major David said, um, started off at the rank as a police officer and started moving up. Um, of course went from there and was a school resource officer for eight years and, and, that, and that was a humbling uh, situation there being able to work in the schools because you see so many different families of different walks of life and whatnot. So it humbled me down that that people are very different, but different in a good way. And to be able to see those students now come back to be either your doctors, your nurses, your teachers, and hey, people, and if you don't make it to college or whatnot, we need people who's going to technical schools, or we still need plumbers and things of that nature. So I'm getting to see those kids right now that are coming to my house now doing a job, charging me $100 an hour, or 150, amen? <laughs> but anyway, but, um, but of course, um, right now, I'm currently assigned to criminal investigations. Of course, you know what investigations is. Uh, we do a lot of it dealing with anything, dealing with um, uh, crimes against persons, uh, crimes against um, property. Um, and I tell you what, anytime, most of the time when you, when, when you see us, you're in crisis. And, and we should be here as a community service worker to be able to help you through those crises if it's a great thing or a bad thing. So we certainly 
want to be there for you. Um, of course, um, also I have somewhat of a dual role I'm dealing with some community relations, so I'm still able to go out in the community and I'll be able to do speaking engagements. <clears throat> and one of the most important things to be able to do, and my two minutes probably up, is being able to reach our youth, because our youth is our future. So we definitely, as a department, need to be able to, to reach them and, 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 and make sure they do make the correct multiple, make really good multiple choices in life. So that's what I'm here today um, to be able to give back to the community because it was given to me. And I'm a third out of a fourth generation of law enforcement, so we've been in, enjoying every bit of it. So thank you so much for being here today. Like I said, good evening to everybody. Like I said, good evening to everybody. I can't hear you. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a pastor. I'm a preacher, and that's what I do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We like to say good evening to everybody and uh, give God all the honor and glory and praise. Can't do nothing without Him. We have to acknowledge Him first. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And uh, I'm Pastor Herman Glade, uh, Pastor True Believer, Outreach Menace, Founder, been pastoring for. 23 years, been preaching for 33 years, been saved for 44 years. And I'm 70 years old and I think I know what I'm doing. And uh, somebody asked me, he said, well, why you want to uh, join this blue and faith? I mean, faith and blue. Well, I feel like it give us an opportunity as a believer, the church, Jesus said, if I be lifted up from this earth, I draw me as unto. And I feel there's an opportunity that even though it give us an opportunity to lift Jesus, because a pastor, a believer, we're supposed to fit all cases, every situation. We're supposed to be able to deal with those situations. Whatever it is, would God give us the wisdom and the knowledge to, we're concerned about people, we're concerned about people's life, and uh, some said maybe this ain't gonna work. Well, my Bible tell me there ain't nothing too hard for God. God can do all things, but fail, you don't never know what's gonna work if you don't try. Hello, but if we try, and put God first. God can make all things possible. Amen? Amen. It can be a good thing. Because we, we, we truly, we need each other. Believe it or not. Because we're living in a new norm. We say what we will or make. And, and God wants us to walk in unity. Praise God. Unity and hermity with one and another. And, and let me say this here. Praise God. Why is I'm here? God have no respect for first. He had no respect for it. He created all of us equal. I don't care what the color of your skin is. He, he created all of us equal. And that's the way he would have us to live and present ourselves and to walk in love and unity and harmony. I'm about a preacher supposed to be a counselor. We're a doctor. Praise God. Whatever you need us for, 
We're supposed to be there, and I have a heart for people because I love people. There's, there's one of God's commandments said, love ye one and another as I have loved. That's what he told his command, uh, disciple, that we love one and another as he had loved us. Praise God. He said, if you love one and another, praise God, by this all men know you're my disciple, if you love one and another. It's all about love. Love cover multitude of sin. If we can learn to love, I'm coming out of agape love. You just, it, it, it can't be hero fellow love. It got to be a God pay love. God love can overcome any situation, any situation or anything that we are facing. If we want it straightened out, we got to put Jesus in it. Amen. Amen. If you ain't got no love, then you're wasting your time. Praise God, and it's come from the heart. Amen. Anybody, words are easy to say, but we got to walk what we talk. Hello, somebody. I believe in living what I preach about and what I teach about. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I believe that we as believers are supposed to make a uh, difference in this world. Everywhere we go, we're supposed to be that light that set us on that hill. Praise God. And I, and I just uh, thank God for the opportunity. And we're praying and just see where it's going to go. We believe, you know, it's... All about what you, if you want something out of something, you got to put something in something. Because you ain't going to put nothing in, you ain't going to get nothing out. Amen. That's just like going to bank. And you go to bank, somebody ain't, put, ain't got no account and ain't got no money in that bank. And somebody, you going to the bank and I want dust and so and so. You might want to forget that. That ain't going to happen. Amen. That, that's not going to happen. But I just thank God. I thank my two men up. But. Because, hey, I love Jesus and I love to talk about Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's my call and I got to stay within my call. <laughs> Just like the policemen all got to stay within, should stay within their call. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to be who I'm going to be. Don't care where I'm at, I'm going to be me. Amen. Because so if I'm trying to be you, then who I, why, I don't know who I am. So I thank God for the opportunity and I believe this thing can really Work it all about unity, praise God, where that unity, that strength. And what I mean about that unity, ideal. Whatever you got to bring to the table that can help make a difference in people's life and a difference in ever count. And this is what we need in ever count. Praise God. We need to be one. And we can be one. And we obey the word of God. Amen. Thank you. Yep. Good evening, everybody. Uh, my name is Jeff Lee. I am one of the assistant district attorneys in this uh, circuit. Our circuit it comprises Elbert County, Madison County, Hart County, Oglethorpe County, and Franklin County. Uh, we prosecute all cases, uh, misdemeanors and felonies in every county but El Elbert County. Elbert County, we just prosecute felonies. I'm sure most people in this room know Jenny Webb. He, pros uh, he prosecutes the misdemeanors in Elbert County. I've been here about five and a half years. I've been fortunate enough to prosecute a lot of cases in Elbert County um, and primarily Madison County now, but I'm happy to come back to this event tonight. I'm glad that uh, Chief Martin asked me to come down here and uh, talk with you guys. Looking forward to answering some of the questions and um, conversing with you guys one-on-one -on -one after this question and answer is over. Thank y'all. So as we get started, you've seen that there is a uh, wealth of um, a wealth of uh, expertise on the stage 
And uh, as we go, what we're going to do is just kind of pass the mic back and forth as, as, as Rodney um, asks the questions. But I, just, just a quick moment. I'm going to take uh, my other two minutes because there's a couple that got a few more minutes. No, joke. Um, but I just want to say a special thanks to Rodney. Um, when I first became chief, uh, he messaged me, uh, wanted to do an interview, come in and sat down did an interview. Um, uh, he didn't pull no punches, but he was fair. Um, and then uh, we had an incident, uh, I don't know, a few weeks, a few months later, and uh, he was one of the first people to say, hey, let's, let's look at the facts and let's see what actually happened. Um, and, and I just, it, 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 he, he loves his community. Um, he's not afraid to ask the hard questions, and I'm sure he's going to expound on some of them questions tonight that aren't going to be easy, but he's fair, and, and I just, I appreciate that, Rodney, and I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you for your introductions, and, and then for you to begin, sir. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope everyone is, is doing well, and um, just right quick, give yourself a hand for being here. It means a lot. It means a lot just for your community to show up and um, take part in such an awesome event. Um, again, Rodney Willis, uh, I've been in EMS for about 31 years now. I'm kind of working towards the end. I'm on the backside and, and thinking about retiring and trying to jump on my wife's insurance. So uh, I don't know how she feel about that, but anyway, <clears throat> I'm so excited for, for this event. Um, first, I want to thank the mayor of Elberton. I'm not sure if he's here. Uh, Chief Marnage and the City Council for entrusting me to moderate this event. Uh, if you notice, we have NFL players, NFL teams, and one thing that I've noticed with the 32 teams, they all have this stencil right in the end zone of the football field, and it says, it takes all of us. It takes all of us. Um, I have a neighbor, and I actually I noticed that she had a trash can. You know, the city comes around Wednesdays on my street, right there on Elwood Street. And they come and get the trash, but every now and then I would notice my neighbor, she would put the trash can on the sidewalk. But I would look down the street, and my other neighbors would put the trash can in the grass. So when I get off work in the mornings, I love to come home and sit on my porch and drink coffee. There's these two people, they walk their dog, and once they see the trash can, they always had to step around the trash can. So it went off about three or four weeks, and I kept noticing, maybe it was just an accident that she put her trash can on the sidewalk. So yesterday, I noticed she rolled her trash can down to the street and she put it in the grass. So I told her, I said, honey, I am so proud of you you put your trash can on the grass. Now there were some nights that I would roll out there and just put the trash can in the grass. And she said, Rodney, I'm trying to be a better human. So she was thinking about the people who was walking the sidewalk and walking their dog and they wouldn't have to step around with the trash can. It takes all of us. Faith in blue. Of course, I don't partake in anything unless I do my homework. So, when I read Faith in Blue, it is based on the premise that strong communities are built through mutual respect and understanding. Law enforcement and faith institutions are key pillars of each community. And when they work together, 
neighborhoods thrive. And that's true. That now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So what is faith? I started picking some words. What is faith? Faith is trust. How important is trust? You know, I went skydiving. Anybody here ever went skydiving? Got one, two. I went skydiving. Did it twice. I think my wife said, yeah, you can go ahead, but we had just got some life insurance on it. So I think that's why she said, go ahead. My mom was resistant to it, though. But the gentleman who was on my back, I never saw him pack his parachute, but I had that trust. We fall out the airplane, but I trusted that that chute would open up. That's the importance of trust. Conviction, hope. I hope that parachute opened. Expectations, optimism, mm -hmm. belief. Faith doesn't ignore the negative. It uses the negative. Faith builds a psychological safety. It's really important to have a psychological safety. My mom is not here, but she's one of my biggest supporters besides my wife. But my mother relied on her faith in order to raise three boys in a fatherless home. You're looking at the baby of two brothers. You're looking at the little boy that navigated the streets of the projects on Campbell Street. You're looking at the 18-year-old that graduated nearly at the lowest of his class of 87. You're looking at the 19-year-old that went to college and failed out. I remember my mother sacrificing, but there's a but after that college student failed out. There's a but. But I remember my mother sacrificing to quit her job and attend nursing school. I remember my grandmother serving on the Housing Authority Board in order to advocate for the voices. I remember my grandmother selling ice cream to the children of the neighborhood. Brother Tracy, you remember that? <laughs> Lastly, I remember my mother and I flying to Boston to witness my middle brother, Russell, receive his master's degree from Harvard University. I stand before you today because my family set the blueprint in 2017 and 2018, I noticed a deterioration in humanity. God said, do something. On February the 2nd, 2020, my name was on the marquee out there in front of the theater. And I entitled it Rebuilding Relationships. I advertised, and I advertised through Facebook. Eight people showed up. Eight people. Three of my children. Emerson was late, of course. That's what she does. She, she, she shows up and she's going to show up late, but she was here. Eight people. But look at God. I'm back on the stage again, speaking to more than eight people. Don't despise the days of small beginnings. That's right. That's right. 21 days later, after February the 2nd, 2020, Ahmaud Arbery was killed. In May, 
Lord Floyd was killed. I'm a fan of Tara J. France. And here's something she said from the Book of Waymakers. In Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point, he talks about how small actions at the right time in the right place and with the right people can create a tipping point. For anything from the product and idea to a trend, he also talks about the power of context, which refers to the environment or historical moment in which trend is introduced. Many call the civil unrest following George Floyd murder a tipping point. It woke up people to widespread racial injustice that had previously been ignored or minimized. Glad to be here. Let's start. But on, it, like he said, in, in 2021, January, I interviewed Chief. <clears throat> Critical moment of his introduction so he can relay his vision, and he did that, and I appreciate you. Question number one, let's begin. What do you plan to accomplish with these meetings? Example, one girl to me. Ms. Cassandra Stegham asked that question. So yeah, um, ultimately, uh, at the beginning uh, of, of my tenure as chief, um, uh, I began wanting to get the neighborhood watches back together. Um, Cat Rucker kind of kept prodding me, saying, you know, he's getting the questions. He's, uh, he, as am I, when we're getting it back together. And it just, uh, being new at a position, I was uh, overwhelmed in some areas, so some areas went on the back burner. Uh, this was one of them. Um, I, 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 I told myself this year, or at the beginning of this year, that uh, I wanted to get the uh, neighborhood watches uh, up and running again. Uh, in addition to that, um, I also wanted to participate in the Faith in Blue, which we're doing tonight. Um, and and as, as I was looking at how and, and why we could do it and, and where we could do it and, and what it's going to look like, I, I just really got to looking and thinking, why can't our neighborhood watches be just like the Faith in Blue event? Why can we not ask our churches, our clergy, our faith leaders to partner with us as, as we move forward together. This is never going to be an Elberton Police Department thing. This is going to be, as I mentioned earlier, a city of Elberton, an Elberton community thing. We are going to need help from everybody. And, and that's what I thought about as, as I put it forward. There's approximately 25 churches uh, within the city of Elberton. I, I reached out and you heard me nail off about seven or eight. We've got some more uh, uh, in, in attendance tonight that are, that are just kind of wetting their feet trying to figure out you know, what it looks like. Um, but the idea is that we move from one ward to another each month. And what that does is that gets people from ward one into ward five, people from ward five into ward two. And it, it, what it essentially does is bring the whole community together. Now there's going to be times where, 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 where the, the help comes from the police department. We've got speeders on this street. I need a yellow curb painted for, for, for traffic on this street. Or it may be something like my neighbor, you know, could, can, can we do it? Can you, can you ask my neighbor for, a, for a, 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 a family check, a residential check each day, each morning? You know, that's something that the police department can do. But then there's other things, you know, that, that the community can do. There's other things that, that organizations that, that, that can do um, that, that the police department can't necessarily do. 
So ultimately, we will be here, but we need to, to partner for everybody. We need everybody to come together and partner with us. And in addition to that, I'd like Mr. Herman Glaze to just touch on that as far as what he, he, he wants this to look like. You want to read the question again for him? Yes. <laughs> what do you plan to accomplish with these meetings? And the example was one or two. Well, again, I would like to say this is an opportunity because we're living in such perilous time that it's an opportunity for us to again come together. And, and I'm a faith man. I believe that we can do all things in Christ that strengthen us. And I feel like this could be a good program because if you're a believer, you should be concerned about communities and not only just community, the state, the entire world. We should be concerned about it. And um, I think this, this could work, but again, it got to start with the heart. I got to want to have it at heart to do my best to make a difference. If we could get just one person to change, and it's a success. It's a success, believe it or not. Sometimes we look at that numbers, it got to be, you know, 20, 30, 40, or this number, but it always got to be a beginning. It got to be a start. If we could just get one, and then we could be a proud of that. We could be proud of that one. So, because I look at it like this here, in the word of God, passing out Romans 13, God ordained a government. And uh, we know that we're going to be held special. The pastor going to be held, standing going to be much more higher than the policeman. The policeman going to be much more higher than the average person. And uh, because we're going to have to give it account, because we are called, we're supposed to be called in these calling that, that God gives us, and we're supposed to do it according to the word he said. And uh, I just believe this, I just believe this, if there's anything too hard for the Lord. Anytime we put God in, hey, that's, that's seal the deal. That, I mean, that, that's the other deal. When we put God in it and we work at this thing, we can come together and we should come together. We're supposed to come together. God put us down here on this earth for us to live in peace and unity and harmony and love until he called us home from this earth. This is what we're here for. We're here for to do a job. And uh, this day and time, Especially our young people, they need us more than ever. Why you say that? They need their wisdom, they need their experience. We done been down the road. I done been down that day, praise God. We know what it bumps in the road. We know what the problem is and everything. God give us this wisdom to work out and we got to learn to uh, come together and let's talk about it. Not just talk about it, but let's pray about it first and then we'll talk about it, amen? Too many times we want to talk about it and don't want Jesus in the midst. Uh -oh. 
We got and we're gonna ask gonna be some change. Jesus got to be in the midst, y'all. He got to be in the midst. So I think this could be a good program. Now everybody whining and this and that and other is your opportunity now to make a difference. It left up to every person that it ever counted. It left up to us to make a difference. Awesome. As as that song said, we are the people. We can do it. We can do it. We can make a change. We the people. We can make a change. But you got to want to make a change. Pray God, because we can't make nobody do nothing. So that's why I feel in my spirit, because I feel in my spirit that God is trying to bring the believers in. Because we are light of the world. We that light set it on the hill that cannot be hid. You know the scripture that let that light shine before men, that they may see our good work. Pray God that we'll glorify our Father in heaven. So we got to glorify God and we want something to work, y'all. And we, look, he said man can't live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And we can make this, he said that. That's a good answer. So, so every word that proceeded out the mouth of God, God the one going to lead us and guide, guide us and direct us. God the one can give me, I don't care, look, I'm not responsible how people treat me. I'm never responsible how nobody up here or in the audience treat me. But I am responsible how I treat you. Because I got to give it a doubt. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to keep moving to the next question. Um, Chief, I think you have the person who will probably answer. Do you plan to reach out to organizations other than churches, especially those that include the younger adults? Yeah, so um, uh, a couple of council meetings again, I had the opportunity to speak with Mr. Nika Gray and, and, and Youth Lives Matter. Um, and, and honestly, what One Elberton looks like for sure, it, it's, it, it's still in the planning stages. Really would love to get a steering committee together just to to, to push things, ideas, some ideas and stuff out. But yeah, we, we plan on, uh, on incorporating any businesses that want to come alongside us. Uh, you know, like, I, I know there's a question, I may be cheating, jumping ahead, but uh, what we can do to incorporate the youth? Ms. Danica, she's, she's, she's got her hand on, she's, she's got the hand on the pulse of the youth. She can get them youth in. We can have, we can have this type of thing with our youth, just on, on a one-on-one -on -one basis, law enforcement and youth. Um, so yeah, we want to get other other agencies, other organizations involved, not just you know the, the churches. Good. Representative from Mount Calvary Baptist Church asked the question: What does progress look like? What does progress look like? Wow, Mr. Rockman, you left that. You left that wide open for me. You have 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, we'll try to make it brief. Uh, what I can see with my 27 years here, um, progress, I started here when I was 20. Am I okay to sit or do I need to stay? No, you're fine. Okay. Um, what we're seeing now is, is huge and impactful to me to see that we're starting to gain minorities working for us. Uh, I'm proud to say that we got two young brothers who are working with us today that um, is from our Hispanic faith, um, that they're identical twins. Um, just seeing them being able to work in the community because we need to uh, uh, have people 
of all colors in our community that, that represents you. Um, that's, that's one of the biggest things I have seen. And also looking at the females, that we have a lot of females now that starting to work with the Oakland Police Department. Um, where you usually see them being nurses, you're seeing them work for DFACs, you're seeing them teaching. But now you're starting to see them come in the industry of law enforcement. And, and, I, and I see one back there right now, Ms. Danica Gray, who works you know, with Clark County, but um, with um, Youth Lives Matters. But you know, she's a part of this great program. And of course, um, the, the ladies that we have at our department, those are some of the progress things that we have seen. Um, you know, going with the, um, in the city, I, what I've been liking with progress that we're able to work more with the community. Um, we got, when I was in community relations full time, um, we had community um, sponsors, community uh, businesses who actually donated money. If you saw some of the coloring books up front or the human trafficking, the scams and whatnot, that wasn't paid for by the Overton Police Department. That was paid from people like you, people like you, people like you who owns businesses here, a churches who cares about the community. And I'm glad that we was able to reach out to those people in our community to try to make a difference there. So those are some of the things that we've been seeing and we want to continue to, to partner um, with, you know, with littering campaigns, community relation campaigns, um, being able to go into the schools and just work good. And, and I think that we have a great school system that um, the superintendent is allowing us to come inside his buildings at any time with law enforcement to be able to reach out to the kids. And we certainly appreciate people like Mrs. Harper who's doing after school programs and things of that nature. I think it's very important for that progress because we want these young men and women to have a great time of life after graduation. Good, good, it's good to hear. Next question, do you plan to, if you are not already, to work with the Sheriff's Office to ensure safety of all Everton citizens? If so, how? Ms. Statham has that question. Yeah, so let me go ahead and add that, and then number nine, is there a plan to bring the police, uh, excuse me, is there a plan in place to bring unity amongst the, mm -hmm. the Sheriff's Office and PD further? Is there something that we can do as a community to assist? And, and just, if you would, just mark that number nine off. Uh, it, it's a great question. I, I will say this as far as safety, uh, calls for service, uh, responding to the city or even the police department responding to the county with the mutual aid agreements. There's, there's, there, Y'all are never left uncovered. Um, when it comes right down to it, when it comes right down to business, we work great with, the, with, with the, our law enforcement counterparts over at the sheriff's office. Um, yes, we would, we would like some, some more open communications and, and we're still working on that. Um, one thing I tell everybody, uh, I'll tell you all tonight, um, uh, but my door is always open um, and I'm willing to talk with anybody. Uh, but again, uh, when, we, when we talk about this issue as far as to ensure safety for all Elberton, even Elbert County, we, we have mutual aid agreements. Our, our, our patrol uh, on both sides uh, work great together. Uh, we help each other out. Um, if, if we're backed up on calls and can't get to something, the sheriff's office will jump in the city um, and, and then vice versa. Uh, if the sheriff's office is backed up, I think just earlier this, I'm sorry, it was last week, today's Tuesday. Um, last week, we run a call over to Athens Highway to assist them. Um, so I, I can just say this, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the community is being cared for. Thank you, Chief, for that answer. 
What are you doing or what will you do to ensure diversity, equity, and inclusion within your department, Ms. State? Yeah, this is another great question. Um, it, it's, I say it's tough to answer because we're five officers short. Uh, one per patrol and then uh, one in investigation. So we got four shifts of, of what's supposed to be four officers running 24 hours a day. Um, and we're one officer short per patrol, per shift, which, which are four on patrol and, and then one investigator. Um, you heard Darren talk about how he was, was a full-time community relations uh, uh, guru and he was good at what he did. Um, I had a slightly different vision um, and I'm still trying to get it to uh, come to fruition as, as we're short, but honestly what I would love to do is, is, is if we were to get any qualified applicant, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna discriminate as long as they're qualified. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll give them a job. Um, but I would love to take Darren and move him back. Right now, his primary is investigations, his secondary is community relations. I'd love to flip flop those roles, um, where Darren's only answering calls, or he's only he's only taking cases on weeks that he's answering calls, and, and then he's able to, to to focus more in on on the community relations stuff. Okay. Six, do you all attend or provide hands-on cultural diversity training? If so, how often is that? Yeah, so we have an annual uh, governor's initiative. Uh, it's five hours of training. I'm going to let Captain David, excuse me, Major David, uh, speak a little more on that as the training officer. So it's the uh, governor's initiative, which consists of use of force, uh, de-escalation training, and uh, community policing that kind of combines in with the cultural diversity. It's added in to your de-escalation training that you receive along with community policing. It, it goes into cultural awareness and cultural diversity training. And we have to take that every year. It's mandated by the state. Every peace officer must take it. But aside from that, any advanced training you go to for leadership roles, whether it's being a field training officer or supervision or management training, it's also embedded with that training as well. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. With the many reports as of late of police brutality, what training do your officers have to avoid the types of instances that we see being recorded and reported? So again, questions six and seven, they kind of go, you know, hand in hand. Um, you know, those government initiatives are, are, are very important. Uh, but in addition, you know, it, it says, you know, what kind of training, what kind of things are we doing to help avoid that? And, and there's a question further on down, I don't know, kind of, we'll kind of go along on time as it is, but talked about uh, our camera system and our camera audits. You know, that's another great tool that we have to uh, come through and, and audit the body cameras from time to time. There has been times where I've been auditing or, or Joey's been audit auditing or even uh, Captain Worley back there um, the, uh, the three admins on the system, and, and I see a policy violation for not wearing a seatbelt. I see the policy violation, I have to address it. Um, and just like with anything, it gives us the opportunity, and I don't believe for a second that we have any issues within the Elberton Police Department, but, but there again too, the cameras are a great, uh, great tool for, for not just us, but for you as a community. Thank you, Chief. Wow, what a great way to end part one of Faith in Blue. I feel like that those questions that was answered kind of put a, a wrap on 
the community and believing that law enforcement is training to do better. There with the diversity training and just with training in general to become a better law enforcement for the community. Great job, Chief, answering those questions. Stay tuned for part two of Faith in Blue. And with that said, from the mind to the lips to the heavens, until next time, peace from the heart. It's a problem with the whole way of life, can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead and start here. We didn't have a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. Fuck it, I'm going on the